Testing, 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 one, two, testing, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three. Stand by. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to the remote uh, podcast for Treks in Sci-Fi, coming to you from Rockford, Illinois. Yes, I am still here, uh, and uh, the new job is going pretty well. I'll be talking about that a little on today's show. We're going to I'm going to call today's show, though, Podcast 262 for January 17th, 2010. However, this is going to be sort of the podcast no agenda. I am pushing the Fellowship of the Ring podcast until next weekend for a variety of reasons, and I'll tell you about those in a few moments. But uh, I'm recording this on a laptop, and I don't have most of my gear with me. I'm using a headset instead of my normal mic. But I wanted to bring you something this week and keep you up to date on what's going on. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about sci-fi and Trek news and my adventures for the past week of uh, finding my way around here. So um, there's not going to be also a lot of sound effects or music or any of those kind of fun and good things in this episode. Because that's the biggest problem that I'm having right now is collecting clips. And so what I'm going to do is... You may hear some weird little bleeps and music and sound from me during the show to indicate the sort of transitions between things. Anyway, uh, so stand by. Here we go. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Don't don't do that anymore. Oh. I, you know what? I would never try out for American Idol. <laughs> well, all right, let's get the uh, show on the road. It is a Sunday morning. I'm sitting in a my hotel uh, on this laptop recording to you a, what I said earlier, kind of the No Agenda podcast. I'm, I just want to talk about a few things, some stuff in Trek news that I've heard this past week, sci-fi, and of course fill everyone in about my a new uh, contract position with the Testers Corporation. Well, let's go back and and in time a little and start with that and my drive here and everything for the past week uh, and how it's gone. I started off, uh, I left Michigan on Monday. Of course, you know, we had a little snow on Monday morning in Michigan, which kind of made the morning a little awkward and a little slower than I had hoped. But, um, you know, it worked out okay. Oh, I also should say that since I am recording on this headset, uh, you may hear some puffs for me of, you know, I usually have that um, pop filter when I use my normal mic setup, so I apologize for the quality in advance for this this show, but again, I wanted to get something uh, to everyone this week. I really didn't want to not do something. It also, it's kind of, frankly, a little uh, quiet and boring here on the weekend sitting in a hotel, so it gives me something to do, even though I can't give you the kind of show I usually would like to give you, so. Let's get that out of the way. Anyway, I started out driving, and uh, at first, the first couple hours was a little messy, and it wasn't a huge amount of snow. It just made things kind of icky, and and that uh, after a couple hours, it started to clear out as I headed towards uh, the sort of, I guess you first, the way I went, you go kind of across Michigan to the west, and then down a little into Indiana, and then eventually into Illinois. I changed my route eventually when I got close to the Chicago area. My initial directions took me right through Chicago, but basically everyone was saying, no, no, don't do that. So I I didn't, and I I had a map with me, and 
And I also uh, diverted uh, down to the south. Not really south, I guess I just kept kind of going west on this thing called 8090 for those in the area. And then that takes you into, I think it was either 290 or 294, which kind of goes up into our northwest route. And that eventually hooks up with 90 again and gets me to Rockford. Overall, it wasn't too bad of a drive and trip. Uh, I have to say it was... Uh, the last hour or so was starting to wear me out a little uh, and was one of the reasons why I decided to just stay here this weekend and try to take it easy a little bit and not go back uh, this first weekend here or this or after this first week here. So again, the, probably about a five and a half-ish hour drive, give or take. I didn't stop too often. I grabbed a quick bite to, of lunch and then that, but uh, anyway... What else? Let's see about that first day. And then I got found to the hotel. The the traffic and the road system in, in this area, in for those, again, in the Illinois and Rockford area, is a little different than Michigan. They have these sort of ways they do the roads and divert traffic around. And I, I'm assuming a lot of it has to do with they have a fair amount of traffic, although Michigan and Detroit and where I live is like that. You know, we have we sure have plenty of traffic there, too, at times. But anyway, it takes a little getting used to the way they route you and do things here you have to kind of a lot of times go a little more out of your way to make turnarounds and that a lot of that kind of stuff uh, and these sort of curve off right hand turns that have lights there and i wasn't sure at first whether you can turn right on red or not but it eventually looks like for the most part unless there's a sign you can do that and of course i keep seeing you know illinois police and i'm driving around with michigan license plates and you know, they're just looking for uh, someone that's from uh, another state to, <laughs> hey, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Let's pull him over. But nothing like that happened, fortunately. Knock on wood so far, and everything has worked out like that. So I got to the hotel, relaxed, uh, got a little something to eat that night, and then um, went to bed and went to the job. The first, uh, you know, the first day was on Tuesday. Testers has two different buildings here, two different locations. The first one is sort of this old uh, warehouse-ish uh, packaging building. And it, when I first got there, that was the one I was told to go to. I met the human resources manager, and we talked for a little bit. And this job and position had come up so quickly. At first, I didn't know what they did exactly in that building. And I thought maybe, oh, this is the one. This is where I'm going to be working. And then he eventually, as we sort of wind things down, fill out a little paperwork, he says, okay, he kind of hands me this little map that he sketched out okay now go down there and go to the other building and i'm like I, I had to actually ask him oh so i'm not working here i'm working at your other location and he said yes <laughs> i don't know little things like that kind of happened a few times this week that were like um yeah no one's told me you know anything really so so anyway i went down to the other building met my i guess boss or my immediate supervisor her name is sue and uh she's worked for testers for a very long time Seemed like a nice woman, and uh, we seem to get along pretty well so far and everything. She's fairly low-key and not, you know, the. there's all different kinds of managers and bosses in the world. But she's, I can tell she has, you know, a science background, and, and she seems pretty sensible and, and that. So I think we're going to get along pretty well. Again, she's been with the company for a long time, 30-plus years, I think she said so. That's a plus, I think. And uh, so anyway, and then I got my kind of feet into the lab, got a little desk and a computer. Uh, I think the computer got set up at the end of the day, and I'll tell you maybe a little bit about that. But 
anyway, uh, the you know I got shown around the lab. They have a few labs, but there really are not a lot of people in the labs. They have, and I think that's one of the reasons why they desperately needed someone and wanted me to come so quickly and everything like that, and not to do any kind of further interviewing, but just to get here, because they are really uh, inundated with a ton of work right now. They're working on a lot of new projects. Testers, for a lot of people out there, when you hear that name, you mostly probably think of hobby and model paints and things like that, but they do, they're getting into a lot of other different areas, uh, automotive touch-up paint. They do things like craft paints and things, these uh, little, uh, there's a color arts line. I'm working a little bit on that already. Which is sort of little bits of uh, a little bit of paint in a little pouch that can be sort of airbrushed and sprayed to do things on. Oh, for people who want to paint uh, fabric and like T-shirts and, and do artwork like that and craft projects, and they just you know, quite a wide variety of different areas they're into. And of course, their model line, which involves a, a few sub brands uh, like Pactra uh, and. Uh, I think there's a poly something that they do. I, I haven't really even learned yet everything, that, all the different uh, areas they're in as far as the names and the brands. They're actually testers is parent company and owned by Rustoleum, And so there's a, a pretty close connection between those two companies. It's, they seem to be still kind of operate mostly on their own as an independent company. But it's, uh, you know, they've been around a long time, 70 or 80 years. Somebody told me testers themselves always in the Rockford, Illinois area. And so far, I, I guess so good. There's a real nice guy I've been working with in a lab named Brian. There's a couple other women in the lab. They also run multiple shifts because the building and the location I'm working at is where they actually make all the paint. The other building that I was first at was where they package everything. They make the paint, do QC checks, uh, and develop new products and everything, all that kind of stuff in the labs at the building that I'm at, which is about... I don't know, four or five blocks over from the other building, not too far. And it's kind of sort of in the downtown Rockford area for anyone who knows that. Uh, I don't know the area obviously real well yet, but uh, that's where it's lo located roughly. I'm about the hotel I'm staying at, maybe about eight, eight miles away, something like that. Um, so again, all in all, for the first week, I am I, pretty quickly the next day I was making some paint, doing some work. It's it's gone really well. I, I don't know where this is all going to lead, but I'm comfortable with it, and it's kind of it's kind of nice to be working again and back into things. It's 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 been a little more tiring and uh, I guess a little bit more awkward the whole thing than I had hoped. For one thing, I didn't necessarily know when I kind of packed things up, or I kind of thought it might happen, but I didn't realize I would you know feel like by the end of the week or didn't know whether I was going to stay here this weekend. So I only really bought, you know, really brought one set of clothes and things with me. I'm actually currently, as I, I'm podcasting, I went down the hall and threw some laundry uh, in. They have a couple of washing machines and dryers and that, so I'm, I'm trying to wash my clothes. I went out actually uh, yesterday and bought some uh, a new pair of pants just to have another an extra set. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of stores and things right around the area that I'm staying in. Just a ton of stores restaurants uh, and everything. Uh, I know there's a movie theater down the road a bit, which is, I haven't gone to it yet. I, I'll, I'm sure I will check it out at some point. Although I, I, I found out they actually charge seven seventy five for a matinee to see a movie, which just seems outrageous to me for a matinee. I mean, nine nine fifty I think at night, 
but a matinee should be a lot less in my opinion just to get people to go to them and to go to those shows uh places near me are, are five dollars and, and that seems fair to me and even when i go to those they're, they're never filled up or anything so uh but that's the situation i mean it seems like just there's a slight uh, higher price on things in general just a little bump on you know food and gas and and, and things here than in michigan it's it's not a big alteration plus they also have a, a fairly high sales tax here uh, versus Michigan and also they have a fairly high like hotel tax and restaurants and things so it's it is a little bit of a higher cost of living I think in in the in the Illinois area even though I'm about this is about an hour away from Chicago so hey I've spent plenty of time talking about my week uh, but again it's it's gone well and uh, I'll keep everyone posted uh, not as lengthy in a way uh, for future podcasts but I will keep you updated on how this all, oh, one last thing is I, I started to look around for another alternative ways of living. I think I, not sure if I mentioned on last week's show, but I, there's actually some distant relatives that live in this area that have an empty house that they are trying to sell. And I went and looked at that this week, and we're trying to work out an arrangement where I can kind of rent it maybe for a few months, which would be a lot more convenient, certainly, than a hotel or even an apartment situation. So hopefully I can get that worked out here shortly and have a little more you know, a place that I can leave some things at and a little more comfortable way to live. So, so that's been my week. Pretty, uh, pretty busy. Da, da, na, 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 na. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's a pause. That's, that's a pause for the show where you're all supposed to go do something for a few minutes and then come back. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, let's work our way over into talking about some uh, Trek stories and some news uh, that uh, related to Star Trek and everything. One of the things that uh, happened this past week is people who pre-ordered the Star Trek online game started getting their beta keys for for that game. Uh, I've pre-ordered it and got my beta key, but I have this old laptop, and so it was basically useless for me. So I, I emailed it over to my son, uh, one of my son's that uh, wanted to try it out. So he's uh, downloaded it, which he said took a long, long time, and he's trying the game, and he says it's pretty fun. He's he's played WoW World of Warcraft like I have uh, for quite a bit, so he's a pretty good judge for MMOs. He's done a lot of MMOs in the past, uh, Asheron's Call he used to love and all that. Anyway, so he's he's playing the beta, and I know they're having from the other people in the forum and people that other... Folks that I've heard about, they've, they've been patching and doing a lot of work on the game. And one of the things that strikes me, and, and people will say, well, it's just a beta and all that, but, you know, they are supposed to launch this game full out in the first couple of days of February, like the 2nd or the 3rd or something like that in February. And we're, what, two, three weeks away from that, about, maybe about two and a half weeks. So I, from the tiny bits that I'm hearing, and again, this is just all mostly secondhand from other people, it seems to me that there's a lot of work that still is being done on this game. And I, and I know that happens up until the last minute when they start to really balance the servers and, and, and just a lot of different little things, but it scares me just a tiny bit. <laughs> they are also pushing out there quite a bit of uh, deals and things on, on different subscription plans for the game. For example... This is one of the first times I've heard recently a new MMO coming out. And just as it releases, they are offering a lifetime subscription. I think it's like $250 a 
something like that, which if you were spending the one or I think the if you pay a month a month, it gets the typical fourteen ninety five or fifteen dollars a month. So what is that about a year or not not two years, uh, about a year and three quarters worth of playtime uh, that you're paying for to get a lifetime. So I I'm, I wouldn't be interested in that. I'd really want to play it for a few months and see what I think of the game before I would slap down that much money. I think it's a little high in my opinion. I think they'd have been smarter to go with maybe 200 or even a little less, 150. And I know that sounds low, but if this game belly ups in, in a few months or something happens, and I, I don't think it will, I hope they continue to support it and work on it really hard and try to make it a great game. And, and there's been a lot of games that have been like that, that start out kind of creaky. And, and look how much, even, even though World of Warcraft has been a huge success, but look how much it's changed even from when it first came out for people who have known it and played it for the whole time. So we will see how Star Trek Online goes. I'm hoping by the time the game launches that I will have a, a better computer here and, and a way to actually play the game and, and test it out. I haven't played World of Warcraft in a while. I can't play much on this laptop, but if I bring better equipment over here in the near future, I will be able to do that. So Star Trek Online beta keys are out there. A couple of Trek-related actor stories. Uh, Jerry Ryan is now a regular on the TV show Leverage. Uh, that's the one with Timothy Hutton, the kind of uh, bad guys gone good kind of storylines and things. A fun show to watch. I think that's a yeah, TNT show that has uh, started up again. And also the the show, other show I'm enjoying with a Trek-related actor, Scott Bakula, is on that Men of a Certain Age TV show. And that has already gotten renewed for a second season, which is great news, because I'm really enjoying that show quite a bit. It's kind of funny, because I, I normally don't like shows that are very, like, real and, and, and typical dramas, because I feel like that's that's just life, and I'd rather watch sci-fi or something quite a bit different when I have some free time for entertainment. But there's something about this Men of a Certain Age show that's really... Uh, well, I think because I fit the the group these guys are in, the age group and all, and you know they've been married for a while, some of them got kids and, and that kind of stuff, and they're going through a lot of different things. So it's it's a good show. Really, really recommend that one quite a bit. It's on Monday nights. Uh, what else uh, related to that? Uh, oh, I, I I will say too, I'm having a, a very difficult time keeping up with TV here. Uh, watching it remotely like via Hulu and catching it. The Central Time is kind of neat. You get TV shows kind of an hour earlier than where they typically would air in Eastern Time, and that's kind of an interesting and fun thing, except I'm not really used to it, and I keep kind of forgetting. Or I, I don't know, this this past week I, I've mostly been visiting Hulu quite a bit, which has been working pretty well. This hotel has not got the fastest or best Internet which was another concern for doing the podcast. I'm hoping I'll still be able to upload it, but I may have to compress it down the quality uh, level so the file size will be smaller. But that's just details that you guys don't care about, right? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm going to read it. There's a, um, a story up on trekmovie.com, uh, an interview with J.J. Abrams. I guess this is from a story that was in Wizard Magazine not too long ago. And this is a... a, a comments about the upcoming uh, Trek movie sequel from J.J. Abrams, and I'll, I'm just going to read it here. I'll read some of these questions and answers. The uh, question is, seems like time travel is mandatory for the most successful Trek films, but will you veer away from that in a sequel? 
And JJ says, we're now just talking about what the story is going to be. And there are some very cool ideas that are out there. My instinct would be not necessarily uh, to go back to any of the same well again, unless it pertains to the characters. But if there was some brilliant piece that involved time travel, of course, I wouldn't rule it out. You know, that's a reasonable uh, thing to say. I mean, it, you know, the story, if it uses time travel well, I think it could be good. I think, personally, I don't think that that would be a good, great idea for the next one, since there was sort of some time travel-ish type stuff in the uh, first movie of his series. Uh, the next one was... Uh, this is with some of the writers. Time travel has been a staple, including many of the favorite movies and episodes to use time travel because it works well in the past. Uh, actually, the opposite. We hesitated to use time travel because it was so used. However, it's such an important reason to use it to have both a prequel and a sequel to maintain the canon, yet it frees us up. Uh, it was also the only way to justify the level of involvement that we felt for Nimoy to be genuinely active an active partic participant in the movie. And that was worth it, and it's specific enough that it didn't feel like in a gimmick, so we allowed ourselves to use it to jump off from. And here is a question related to cameos from other actors. Uh, would you consider any more cameos from actors from any of the other series? You know, I'm open to anything, but I'm not going into it thinking, oh, okay, how do I figure out a way to create more cameo options? Uh, and then Wizard said, but you are not adverse to it? No, I'm not adverse to it, but the great news is that the cast of the new Star Trek has this massive burden of trying to live up to the incredible job that the original actors did, and I think they were so good that they managed to do it. And while the first movie would have been nearly impossible to do without Leonard Nimoy, we would have to have changed the story completely. I feel like while being open to it, and like you said, not adverse, I'm also thrilled that we're now in a place that we don't necessarily need to shoehorn in cameos just to appease the original fans. The great thing about Nimoy beyond his just being who he is is that the role was not a cameo. It was critically important character in the movie. Trying to find cameos was never an interesting thing for us. Trying to tell a decent story was the thing that we were working hard to do. I really like JJ's you know, ideas and answers on this. I mean, to me, it's exactly the way to do things. It's just, if, if it's called for in the story, if it's important, then that's fine. But to just throw someone in there to do whatever, it doesn't seem, it's just kind of a bad idea in, in my opinion. Uh, it becomes a gimmick, and I think he doesn't like gimmicks as much as he possibly can. So anyway, that was from uh, an interview. There's more of it in Wizard uh, Magazine um, number 27. Da -da -da -da. I, I, I got to get a new song. It's just no good. I wish I could do Star Wars. How do you sing Star Wars? You know, I, I can't do that. Well, it's the, uh, right about now, or a couple of days ago, is the 15th anniversary of the start of uh, Star Trek Voyager. Can you believe that? 15 years ago, on January 16th, 1995, Voyager first began. And I, I remember that real well, uh, watching that premiere and uh, enjoying it quite a bit. One thing I'll always remember, it was a weird thing, and maybe others remember it too, and I think I still got it stuck away on a bookshelf somewhere, but uh, a newspaper, I think it was in the newspaper that it came in the TV guide or related to that, but they they sent out a bag of microwave, microwave popcorn to celebrate that premiere, and it said Star Trek Voyager, you know, premieres January 16th, 1995, 
uh, and you know, obviously, you know, here make the popcorn, watch the watch the show, which I didn't make the popcorn, I kept it. <laughs> I wonder if that's any good anymore. I bet it won't pop. So, so anyway, 16 years though since that uh, first started. And I guess it is uh, official now. The release date has been set officially by Paramount for the next Star Trek movie. It is going to be June 29th, 2012. A few other little tidbits related to the story is it looks like the guys writing it to work on the TV show Lost. You know, Lost is going into its uh, last season here starting uh, next month, right, in February. They uh, want to finish their work and writing on that. And then they are going to then move uh, from the finishing up Lost to working on the script for the next Star Trek film, which they say they should be getting into it pretty heavily in April. So a couple more months, and then I'm sure once April pops around in May and June, we will start to hear little tidbits about some of the storyline, maybe who they're looking for. Is there going to be a big villain role looking, you know, you know that? Uh, there's been, of course, all those rumors about having someone do con, uh, the guy who plays Richard on uh, the actor, and I think I probably mentioned this on a podcast before, but the the actor who does Richard, uh, that character on Lost, was rumored to be uh, up for possibly if they were going to do con in the next Trek film. He was a possibility for playing that role. I, I still maintain that it's a, a mistake to go that quickly, the second film in their set, into a villain that we all know i don't think it's necessary i think these guys just did a fantastic job the first time and i really want them to see i want to see them create something new and i know that's a little bit more of a challenge it's it's a real easy thing to go to the tried and true thing and go with a a well-known villain that that uh, trek fans love but I, I i just would rather see them some come up with something new and have a whole unique villain and story and you know problem to solve it doesn't even have to be exactly a villain but i'm guessing that of course that's that's usually the way these things work out there's somebody who's trying to do something that they're going to have to work on and stop and that so uh, so anyway that is the plan for the script and and the, how the movie should be progressing progressing <laughs> oh it's a little early and i'm still a little tired out so anyway excuse me but that's how it's progressing at this stage I'd like to uh, just take a brief moment uh, to to talk about something, you know, not exactly Trek related or sci-fi, but that uh, devastating earthquake that happened in Haiti this past week has been, of course, all over the newspapers and the news. And it's 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 really a, a sad situation. You know, when you when you hear about this and, you know, in a way, even though times are tough for a lot of people in the United States, I've certainly, you know, the last year or so has been a little rocky and, you know, for me, but the when you when you see these things and these images and these news stories about this you just kind of realize you know it, it's it it's just amazing you know what can happen with with in areas that are not very well cared for and developed already to when something of this magnitude and this act of nature that just 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 destroys this and so many people lost their lives and and everything and I'm not going to talk that much about it but it just it, it's just really just Hard to believe sometimes, you know, I wish things weren't like that. I wish the world was was a little bit better off. Uh, but uh, I wanted to just say that, you know, of course, these people on the news and papers are all about, you know, sending donations and do what you can. And, and, the, and there's lots of different ways you can do it. I just wanted to mention one. There is a, there is a UNICEF uh, collection, which, you know, they're... 
they're a pretty reliable group and you know these donations will go directly to help you know uh, people that are in Haiti and children especially and that so I will try to make sure that I link that in the podcast notes for this week of course if anyone out there you know give what you can I'm going you know planning definitely on, on doing it uh, actually right after I record this I just found this link this morning uh, and it, it's just it's it's a very difficult situation and if you just think you know if everyone in the United States even pledged a couple of dollars and, and I know a lot of other people in other countries of course had know about the situations and, and you guys listen to the podcast as well but I was just since I'm in the US so I always kind of think that way a little bit and you know even if everyone in the US or people that could let's just say people that uh, could afford to donate even five or ten dollars or something to these charities it, it goes a huge uh, way into helping and things out and, and these people don't have fresh water and and just you know not only a lot of people lost their lives initially but it's going to continue to be that way because of their lack of, of supplies and medicines and medical you know supplies to help the people that are hurt and, and food and shelter and everything like that so that's about you know what I wanted to say on that just a, a very sad situation and I hope uh, that everyone can be as generous as they possibly can. Okay, that was my public service announcement for uh, for the week or for the year or something. Hopefully for the year. Hopefully we don't have anything like that uh, happen too much in the future. The uh, other things I wanted to just briefly talk about here would be uh, a little bit about other sci-fi and things, uh, TV and that. I am pretty caught up, I think, now on television. I've watched the new episodes of Chuck. They did a couple episodes last Sunday and then one more on Monday. I, I, that show has been a real favorite. I know it's been having difficulty in the, in the ratings, but it's just a real fun show. I will say, though, that the tone of it and, and things this, this year seems a little bit more intense and a little more serious. And it's, it's, it's a bit jolting. Uh, I'm not going to say that much because I know that a lot of people out there may have not seen the episodes that I've, they've done so far. But there's been a couple of incidents and a couple of things that have happened. You know, the show was a lighthearted kind of spy, caper, drama, comedy, you know, a lot of things, romance, all thrown together, but never very intense, you know, not like, uh, it just it just was more, you know, there was danger involved for the people on the show, but it was, it never really seemed all that difficult and, and, and a big problem for them to get out of but there's a couple things and they've changed it just slightly and I'm not sure yet if I if I'm enjoying these changes or, or, or what but I'm not sure maybe they're trying to jazz it up a little bit to make it more thrilling for the people to watch and more you know get more ratings I'm not sure but it, it, it is different a little bit and uh, I'm still enjoying it though it's it's still fun great cast and great chemistry and I think the actors uh, on there really are do a great job. So check out Chuck. And uh, what else? I'm a little behind on Fringe. I've only they they actually showed I think two episodes this past week, and I only saw the first one so far. However, I wanted to say on the podcast here, and I got to look over on some things online and say I'm a little confused. There's a character on the uh, show for those familiar with it. His name is Charlie. He's a friend of the friend and, and fellow FBI agent of Olivia on the the show Fringe. And in the episode, they aired an episode on Monday night, and all of a sudden, he was there. And I'm not going to say too much for people who haven't seen this show. I don't want to spoil anything, but 
I don't understand. Somebody please shoot me an email, treksf at gmail.com, and say if I missed something or what's going on, because I thought something had happened to Charlie, and it, it's kind of an involved thing, but I don't understand what's going on. All of a sudden, there he was again. And, and did they show these episodes out of order, or did I miss something? I, I'm very confused about that. i got to watch the, the other episode that they aired on Thursday to see maybe... Maybe it, it will be explained, or I, I went back even an episode, and I think I've seen everything up until this point. Maybe I missed something, so please clue me in about Charlie on Fringe. And I am totally still enjoying Dollhouse. There is, I watched the second to the last episode, which aired just this past Friday. Fantastic, great stuff. Uh, it's This show is just, uh, it's gone so far right now, and... and I really have to say, Joss Whedon, you know, just needs to have a network or a place that he can do what he does and what he does best, whether it's online or or one of the, you know, sort of sub networks like the CW or the WB or Sci-Fi Channel. Somebody really needs to just say, Joss, go do your thing, because I I'll, I'm telling you that everything he does, just like Firefly happened to, in a few years, people are going to be looking back on Dallas and say, you know what, that was a great show. And it should have even continued. And I know the ratings haven't been great. And it all has to do with that. And they've had a couple of seasons to establish a good, you know, give it a good shot. But I just I just wish people were watching. Friday night is just a terrible, terrible time anyway So uh, for people to watch TV. But uh, they have the, the, the last episode will be actually in two weeks' time. I'm not sure what happened, what's going on next Friday, but... The uh, So that'll be the last one, and it's going to be set in the future again, it looks like, which will be cool to see. So I wonder if Felicia Day will be in that, because she was in that lost episode from season one that was uh, that they put along in uh, with the DVD set. Uh, I'm hoping we get to see her again, but I haven't heard anything about that, so I'm not sure, because I think if there was going to be, uh, if that was going to be the case, we would have, us fans would have heard about Felicia being on uh, the last episode of Dollhouse. So again, Check it out if you've never seen it. Get season one. Get caught up. Uh, it, it's very much well worth watching. I think that was the most of the of the stuff I wanted to talk about related to, to sci-fi and TV. Uh, Smallville will be coming back soon. I think this coming week they, uh, they are going to have a big movie-type event next uh, month that will involve a lot of different superheroes that we haven't seen before in the DC Universe, including Michael Shanks, uh, Daniel from Stargate is going to guest on that episode as Hawkman, so that's going to be fun. Uh, and the non-genre show, 24, which is probably, you know, my favorite, you know, non-genre TV show, comes back this uh, tonight with a two, I think it's two hours tonight and two hours tomorrow night, uh, and I just love 24. I know it, some people have, you know, kind of up and down about the show and say it's kind of got a gimmick and it's it really stretches believability a little, but and it does a little sometimes. But I, I just Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer is just great. I, I, I never feel after watching one of the you know one of the episodes of the show that I haven't been thoroughly entertained. So I'm looking forward to that. There's this other show called Human Target, which is starring this actor that was on Fringe for a few episodes uh, in the first season last year, which looks kind of fun, kind of a spyish drama. Oh, it looks like Trisha Helfer is going to guest star on that as well. Oh, not to mention, I should say, on 24, the Sci-Fi Connection, Katie Sackhoff. Uh, oh, Katie. 
KD is going to be on this season uh, of 24. She's going to work at CTU as a computer uh, jockey analyst and kind of clash, I think, with a little bit of Chloe on on the this season of 24, which should be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, boy, two two kind of you know it's like Reese's peanut butter cups, chocolate and peanut butter, two great things together. Katie Sackoff in 24, I will be in heaven. <laughs> Well, folks, that uh, probably pretty much covers the uh, bulk of what I wanted to talk about this week. I I apologize for not being able to do the Fellowship of the Ring podcast, but I I didn't want to just, I wanted to give it its due. You know, it's a fantastic film. I have a lot of things I want to say about it. I want to collect some nice clips to play for you for the show. So I will be going home next weekend and and doing that in some fashion. It may be a little late. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to I will still try to put it out on next Sunday. Please send in your comments about Fellowship of the Ring. You've got a, Now you've got a little bonus extra week to do that. Send those in. Send me some audio to play about what you think of the, that first film in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So that podcast, and I'll go over the upcoming schedule a little bit for you. This is going to be still much more very subject to change with my job situation over the next few weeks. But once I get a little more settled and established here, I think it will work out pretty well. It should be okay. But the schedule as planned right now is next week will be the Fellowship of the Ring podcast. The week after that, I'm going to look at the TNG episode, uh, the data-centric episode called The Most Toys. The next weekend, uh, and I'm not giving dates, you'll have to figure it out. And there's a schedule on the main treksinsci-fi.com webpage that I'm going to update here today shortly to alter it and push everything kind of a week uh, anyway, after that, I'm going to do a special little podcast about short-lived sci-fi TV shows, basically shows that have only been on for maybe like a season. And then uh, there's going to be a guest cast, which is going to be uh, Mike or Feathers from the forum, and he's going to be talking about a Voyager episode. I think, yeah, it's called Lifeline. It's one focusing on the Doctor. So he is doing that guest spot. That's going to be in February. And the one, uh, the last thing on the schedule right now that I had was uh, doing another video cast. Hopefully, I'll be able to manage that by that point in time. About the uh, star, I did a Star Trek fan film vidcast. I wanted to do one for the Star Wars fan films out there. So that will be the following week. Again, you can always check the main page for the schedule updates and information. I try to keep that pretty accurate and pretty up to date. Uh, it's just in the information area over at uh, the main page on treksinsci-fi.com. So, folks, thanks for bearing with me uh, under these circumstances. And, you know, other people on the forum and friends and people said just, I just take a week off, don't podcast. You don't need to do that. You know, have fun, relax. But part of my having fun and relaxing each weekend is doing the podcast for everyone and for myself. It gives me a chance to talk, and especially right now where, I'm not talking to anyone very much. There's no one here to talk to. Well, I'm talking to my wife, Lynn, a lot on the phone, and my kids and, and family and other people and that. So, But it's not like uh, it's not like I got a lot to do without this. So, uh, and, and I do have this laptop, which I was a little concerned about. It was ma- it's been making some weird noises these last few days. It's a used laptop. I got it from someone fairly inexpensively so and it's a several years old but it does the job gets me online and that and and i think it's a fan because i did a check on the hard drive actually i've replaced the hard drive on this laptop a couple years ago so 
I was worried that it might be that, but I think one of the fans has just got maybe a little piece of dust that's rattling around inside and uh, can't really get to it or anything. So that's it for now. Again, I hope the podcast has been interesting for you and you learned a little bit about how things are going with me and my job. And uh, But it's just Rico talking here, so, which it is mostly most weeks. But So I am going to go down and check on my laundry. I am going to edit this slightly and save it and try to attempt to get it up to the server and upload for all of you. So everyone take care. Again, uh, next weekend, it should be sometime around the weekend, pretty close, Fellowship of the Ring. So uh, send me your comments. Take care, everyone, and uh, I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye from Rockford, Illinois. Na, 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 na. Okay, I'm not going to do that again. We're done. Bye, everyone. Take care. Have a great week. Well, maybe I should sing a little. No, no. <laughs>